This is the I Love Success Podcast. I'm Peter Jurukowski, and I have made a vow to myself to help as many people as possible to achieve their dreams. Let's get started. Hey guys, and welcome back to the I Love Success Podcast. I'm really, really grateful that you're here with me. We are approaching 300 episodes. When I started about... I would say a little bit more than 300 weeks ago with this. I didn't know I would do this many episodes. I just knew I am a martial artist. And when I start something, I keep keep going with it. So whoever you are in life, uh, there's a reason why you're here. And today's episode, just like every, every others, is to share a unique human being story and give you the ideas, the tools to do better in your life. This is all for free that doesn't mean that it doesn't have any value i wish i should i should take a i should you should pay me a lot to this honestly because it's going to be so much value here today so please take it serious enjoy the show if you're at the gym if you're driving if you're in your office just enjoy this show and uh, today's guest is a great human being he's a friend of mine he even took me into his home when I was visiting visiting my motherland, Macedonia, training and uh, uh, was preparing for the world championship in 2008. This is a national team fighter for the Macedonian karate team for more than 15 years. He's won number, numerous titles, such as becoming a Macedonian champion several times, Balkan champion. He's been a Euro- European Euro- university champion. But not only that, this is a guy with energy. He can sing, he can dance, he can drink, (laughs) and he can do a lot of things. So without further ado, I want to invite Bogdan Mitchell to the I Love Success podcast. Thank you for the invitation, my friend. It has been a long time. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, before we get started, I just want to share with the audience. I'm reading a book called Unexpected Kindness. Uh, right now I just finished it it's a great book with Dr. Joe Vitale he was on The Secret I've had him on the show several times and he's writing about these stories of unexpected kindness and I just want to share that to the audience you were unexpectedly kind to me you know I as you as people people who listen to this show they know I am originally from Macedonia I grew up in Sweden my father is my sensei. I wanted to become a better fighter and prepared for the, this was the world championship in 2008. And we, we actually met at a couple of, you know, national team. I think it was European championships or something when we were juniors and uh, you and the team were so kind and took me in. I, I went to Macedonia for a month to prepare and we went to your hometown, Stip, and I get to, uh, you took me into your home. You know, you took me to Pastor Malia. We had fun. We trained hard. So thank you for, you didn't have to do that. So thank you for being so unexpectedly kind to, you know, a stranger. Well, I wouldn't say a stranger. <laughs> I would say, you know how they say karate is connecting people, yeah, and a lot. And whoever whoever have been in that game, uh, if you say it, I would say it a game, not only a sport, because for me it's like a life game. Learning how to play with life 
in in, yeah. in general. So whoever is in that sport, it's it's not a stranger anymore. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really matter if we just met on the on on the tatami or to fight or we have met on trainings. It's it's not really a stranger thing, right? Mm-hmm. And kind of I don't know that. Uh, sharing the same passion towards something sharing uh sharing the same um, love towards something it makes you more closer than than your closest people right it doesn't really matter that we grew up in a completely different countries in different environments and everything the moment the mem- the moment when we meet there it just becomes a brotherhood yeah. so Thank you for the kind words from your side as well, my man. But <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it it was pleasure for me to be your host in that moment as well. Thank you, and I, I think that's what what the beauties of martial arts. And I think what we what we learn in in the world of martial arts is something that we can take with our the, our whole life. And we're going to talk more about that in today's show. But let's just start with you know. Bogdan, like, t- tell tell me, like, you were born, uh, were you born in Stip or? Yeah, I'm I'm born in Stip. Yeah. So people who don't know, where is Stip? Like, how big is that town? How did you get into karate in the first place? And like, just give us a little bit of background. So if first, how big is Macedonia? Macedonia is like all only like two million people, right? And Stip, Stip is like um, uh. 50, 55,000 people, citizens right now in the moment. Very small, uh, very small um, city, but with a lot of culture and um, uh, with a lot of political background, with a, with a lot of uh, sport background, with a, with a lot of uh, educational, intellectual background. Stip is the country that, um, uh, Stip is the, I say it country, because for me it's a country. Uh, Stip <laughs> is the city where, Let's say the first president of Macedonia have came in, the first vice president of Macedonia. A lot of revolutionaries back in the past 500 years ago have been coming from there. The first theater was organized in Stip. The first basketball game in Macedonia was organized in Stip. So it's a small city with a very, very big culture and very, uh, very big uh, uh, art. How did I get into karate? Um, In Stip, the most successful sports are karate, boxing, and wrestling. That's that's where the it's more martial art oriented uh, type of uh, uh, city. You, yeah, we have different sports, but uh, this is the sports that are dominating. I started just because my neighbor was a coach, and his son was my age, and they were training karate. So me, it was like, okay, what other kids were going to do? I'm going to do the same. So it was like, a, just like a joke at the beginning that <laughs> became a very big, very big passion uh, just shortly within, you know. And how old were you when you started? Like around seven years old, so seven, eight years old, something like that. I think, I think I started when I was seven and then I made a small break uh, like for six months and then I started uh, restarted again because they were changing about the gyms and something like that. I got sick. It was a cold winter time and my father was like, oh, you are not going to go and train. You're getting sick there. So the, the next time when I actually started again, I was hiding from my parents that I'm going and training karate. (laughs) <laughs> so I would say, hey, I'm going um, to play with my friends, but I, I was actually going uh, to train. 
Thanks. So that's how much the love towards the sport was, uh, <laughs> who was big inside of me, where I needed to lie to my parents. Yeah. Usually people, <laughs> kids are lying if they run away from school. For yeah. me, I'm going to train uh, to develop myself <laughs> on athletic level, but I need to say, oh, I'm playing with my, w- with my friend somewhere in the neighborhood, <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> like doing nothing. <laughs> so yeah, that was a fun story. Uh, and that. after a few months, after a few months, it, it came the time for the first competition that I needed to attend to. And the coach came into my house. He was our neighbor to ask my father for a permission because I was so young. And when he told him that I'm training, my father was like shocked. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, that's a funny story, actually. Yeah. That's interesting. And, and how, like, when did you realize, you started very early. When did you realize that this is something that I can become you know very good at was that what a specific moment where you felt like this is something that i want to do uh i don't i don't know exactly when i realized that i can be good at but i wanted to become good at it yeah uh, is from a very young age i'm a very competitive person and at the same time very curious person right? I want to learn many other things. So like you said, yeah, music, playing guitar, dancing, drinking, having a lot of, I have been having um, a, a lot of facultative uh, uh, things on the side besides besides the karate. So I always wanted to be good into, you know, so I had the will. And because I'm by nature very competitive, I didn't want it. I didn't want anyone to be better than me. So <laughs> So that's how it started. My first goal, it was to become better than the friends in my neighborhood. Yeah. You know, then what well, that happened. Then it was to become, a, to become better for everyone in the city. Then to become better for everyone in the country. And that's how the goal was growing little by little, by little, little by little. Then, um, you know, it, it, was, it was not the destination. It was the journey that I was enjoying the most. Yeah. Oh, wow. And how... Uh, just for people who don't understand, you know, that being in a competitive environment in karate, it's, it's very difficult. There's many fighters that are very good, especially like where you grew up, Macedonia, and you're surrounded by the Balkans, which have so many good fighters. So can you just talk about that, you know, mindset, being in an environment, you know, where you're kind of a a small fish in a big pond and how do you deal with that and growing because i think what i have seen the martial arts environment and not only the martial arts environment every environment there's two types of people either they stay in the hard and become better or they don't want to be there because it gives you the opportunity to look bad in front of others yeah well very interesting question when I was still young, I will stay additional training with the older people than me, right? So I was I was being beaten up every single day. They're older, they're stronger, they're taller, they're more experienced than me, but I just wanted to become better, right? So I would say it comes to the point of first willpower that you want to do something. Second, discipline that you know that you need to finish that training. You need to go to sleep early. You need to go there. And third, 
do not idol uh, do, do not make idols out from anyone yeah. right what, what my secret is do not compare yourself with other people outside of yourself compare yourself with you and your progress every single day now I would say Balkans, for example, uh, so many good, uh, as you mentioned, you have Serbia, so many world champions, Turkey, Greece, uh, Croatia, um, uh, you have Romania, Bulgaria, uh, Bosnia, you have so many talents and, su and such a hardworking athletes uh, in that place that kind of motivates you to, to do even more. And the progress comes when you learn how to face your fears, right? To face the fear instead of running away from the fear, but to put yourself in the most uncomfortable position possible that will going to allow you to blossom like, like a butterfly when it gets out from the cocoon, yeah. right? Needs to go through that fear, hard moments so it can become a, uh, a butterfly. That's how it is. Small country like Macedonia has so many results. Just because you're surrounded with so many good athletes from around, that doesn't give you a choice but to be better. Yeah. Or you're going to give up or you're going to beat up everyone else. <laughs> so that's how it is. Environment matters, right? Environment is Absolutely. so important. Absolutely. I'm curious, uh, Bogdan, how... You talk about competing against yourself and, you know, that's something that I always try to do. And in, in the mind, it's a good idea, but once, when you're a competitor, you know, I gotta be honest, I look at people that are better than me. I try to always compete against myself, but in a way, I also want to become better than them. How do you handle and deal with that? So it doesn't eat you up because I know I've seen a lot of athletes, it eats them up and it's never enough. It's never enough. Like, how did you deal with that? And how can we help the audience that are in the same, you know, comparison? Because I think we all compare. We got to be yeah. honest. Like we, sometimes we all compare uh, if it's good or bad. I don't know, but. Uh, look, it's, it's, <laughs> It, it's a it's a difficult to answer. Obviously, when someone is better than you, you want to be better than them. Yeah. But at the same time, you cannot be caught up in how good they are because then you're neglecting yourself, which means you're prioritizing or you're putting someone else on a pedestal that you don't you miss to tap yourself on the back, which means you see idol in someone else, but you underestimate yourself, which you're not going to serve you any type of a purpose. You can actually learn from them, uh, but you, you don't want to get caught up in just looking at other people without looking at yourself. Mm -hmm. So I realized that um, pretty late, uh, right? Yeah. Be because it was a learning journey. But when I realized that, there was only one way how to actually implement it for myself. Yeah. And that's appreciating small thing about yourself, but on a daily basis. Yeah. Because sometimes we set up a goals. Oh, I want to be like that person. But that actually were their goals. Maybe it was not ours at that type of moment. So we are setting other people's goals. And when the, we are setting other people's goals, we don't know what they are actually doing on a daily basis. So maybe it's not achievable for us at this particular moment. So we are setting unrealistic goals. Instead of 
putting our mind, okay, I want to be like them. When I wake up in the morning, I see myself in the mirror and it's one simple question. What can I do today to be better than yesterday? So then you're having one small step forward, but it's still a progress. And when you celebrate that small win, it, it becomes increasing the confidence. Then you are actually seeing your own progress. And then in a year, you can see you have been from here up to here. And you don't even need to look at anyone else anymore. You see that you can progress. You don't put an external pressure on yourself to compare yourself with someone else. And you just keep on driving. You start enjoying the journey. You start enjoying the pain. You start enjoying the uncomfortable things just because the moment when you overcome one small uncomfortable task, the pleasure is increasing and it's increasing. Like Tony Robbins says many times, do 0.1% that will going to uh, uh, push, push you a little bit more and celebrate that progress. It will going to put you in a way better position rather than just look at the goals. Oh, why I'm not a millionaire right now in the moment. You are not because it's not right now in the moment, but you may be. So don't put yourself the pressure there. One push up more on training you know, that you could do yesterday, it's a progress. Gives you that feeling of happiness, right? So that's how, that's how I was, uh, I understood the thing. And that's how, until today, I'm doing it every single day. I love that. And if you don't mind me asking, because I think people watching this, they, some of them might not understand what it, what an undertaking it is to be a high level competitor and martial artist for 10, 15, 20 years, because you train every day, you travel probably at least 10 to 15 times a year to competitions out of country, you're away from family, there's injuries, sometimes you give everything and you still lose in the first round and you have to come back home uh, and keep going with your life. And it's not like being uh, playing tennis that you're getting big price money. It's very minimal. Sometimes you even, a lot of people even have to spend money to be an athlete. So how many years did it take for you to get that understanding that it's you versus you? I, I don't know, probably when, probably when I started high school. Yeah. When I started high school, because then I was already in the stage of already, let's say, I don't know, junior stage of uh, competitors yeah. where it becomes more serious. Yeah. where it becomes more serious. And there, then you need to make a decision. Yeah. And that decision it is, you want to be a good athlete yeah. or you want to go hang out and drink with your buddies. Yeah. Like that, that, that was a decision. For me, I wanted to have a progress in that. So I give absolutely everything. And like you mentioned, at the beginning, my parents were paying for my competitions. Yeah. Federation was not supporting absolutely anything. There was nothing. Uh, we have been traveling 60, 65, 70 hours in a mini bus to reach from Macedonia to Finland, um, sleeping in the corridor on the bus down, um, sac sacrificing every single second uh, from your life, every single pleasure. I don't want to talk about when it was dieting and you need to keep weight and you need to make weight. Um, 
there is no weekends with friends there is no uh, there is no um there is no nights out there is no normal um, high school kids uh, gatherings and everything you're sacrificing absolutely everything when when i grew up and i needed to to work at the same time and to train and to compete my um annual vacation that was for work for two weeks i was not using it for um for a vacation i was using it for trainings because then it's going to be a training camp so it's a lot of sacrifice that you need to go through um, and to pass the if you want to be in that level yeah yeah i love that and and for me one thing that i realized uh, boko when i started letting go of you know beating everybody else and instead working on becoming better i actually performed much better and i had more fun uh do you have the same experience yeah yeah so when when you release the pressure then when miracle happens your 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 hands your arms your legs are simply flying you don't even get tired i i remember uh i think i i was just recovering from an injury so i had a broken knee yeah and i was out of out of the uh, field for probably six months or so and i just started coming back in shape i started coming back and that was one very 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 strong um uh tournament in um in, in serbia it was like golden belt it was called golden belt and you have yeah. uh, competitors from all around the world maybe like around 60 countries were attending there and it was just before european championship which means everyone was building the form there and it's it, it was you're attending a world championship right so i was just recovering and then i needed to make a little a few fights to get into that competitive shape and i went with the mindset I'm not going to do anything, right? Mm-hmm. Not to be like, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do whatever I want to do. Yeah. Peter, I had 18 fights that day, in one day. 18. I'm getting goosebumps. Combining <laughs> in, individual, individual and uh, uh, team committee, team fights. 18 fights. I didn't lose even one point. I won absolutely everything. And I was out of shape like never. But just because I was not putting a pressure on myself and I was like, I'm going to do my, my best. Like, like God gave me wings yeah. he, and I was flying. It was in, in, incredible uh, experience. I tell this to absolutely everyone. Yeah. So the moment when you release that pressure that you need to succeed because you don't need anything, yeah. you, <laughs> you yeah. don't need to, you need, then you get you put a walls in front of yourself when you release that pressure and let go of that type of pressure and expectations then when you start moving forward yeah i love that story and for me it's sometimes it's been the same for me i had i remember one summer i went drinking have fun the whole summer then i trained for three or four weeks i was so relaxed and i performed better uh, there's many ski i performed at the best of my ability but yeah there's so many other stories about athletes. There's one, I don't remember her name now in Sweden. She's an Olympic skier. And every time after an injury, she came back much better. And here's my theory on that. This doesn't work for everybody. It works for people like yourself 
and me that always do the hard work and then there's a release and yeah. then it's the buildup, I think. But if you never do the work in the beginning, it's not going to happen. Uh, but it, it, it's, it's just incredible. And, and thank you for sharing that. And, and before we move past, you know, you moving to Dubai, what you're doing now, can you just share what was your, what's, be, what's been the best experience and the biggest, you know, moment for you as, you know, a martial artist and an athlete? What, what are the moments that, you know, you're, you make you happy and proud of yourself? Well, first, if karate was not part of my life, I wouldn't be where I am I right now in the moment. So that's that's the, the best decision that I have made in my life to run away from home, lie to my parents and start training karate. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the best decision that I have done. And second, there are so many good moments but moments like this, me and you catching up after 15 years and having conversation like we have been living in the same house till yesterday yeah. is something that is uh, that is priceless. Having that friendship, understanding people, you're having so many um, so, so many friends around the world is something that is completely priceless, right? So people that I haven't seen for 10 years will still respect each other for example if you do you remember Slobodan Bitevic yes several times world champion uh, in karate and everything I saw him like three days ago in Dubai yeah and the last time when I saw him it was 2011 yeah. So it's like, it was 2011 and it was on competition. And we sit down, we had fun, we uh, we talk a lot about it. It's like friendship never vanished. So yeah. that's something that I'm the most proud of what I, why I have been doing this. Yeah, I love that. And I, I, I get goosebumps again because it's it's a family that you build. And I think you have a, everybody has a mutual respect for each other because we know what it takes to, you know, even there's so many fighters and we, people who don't understand, just want to share this again. So you understand when, when we talk about a world championship, if you compete in your weight division, there's probably about 70 to 80 people there. All of them are the best in their country. And there's probably five, depending on the country, they're probably between one to 10 that are close to that level. And then when you go and compete on that day, after one match, half of them is gone. After two matches, there's only 25% left. And most likely in between one and the third fight, you're gonna, you're gonna, fa you're gonna face somebody that has won a championship or, or medal at the European championship, at the Asian championship, at the Pan American championship. So it's, it's an incredible, I, I, I say this, and I think everybody who just, you know, be in that environment, it's an incredible environment. And there's so many people that, you know, never win the world championship that are still incredible martial artists. And we forget yeah. that. It's, yeah. it, it blows my mind every time I went to these competitions, like, wow, all of these people are incredible. <laughs> and yeah. so- yeah, I'm with you. And it's and I think that's that's the respect that people have for each other because if you're in that environment, you understand. And and I think 
if you're listening to this, you don't have to be a karate fighter or a martial artist, but something in your life, please go all in on something, no matter what the result yep. is, because there's a beauty that comes when you go all in. You get to have these conversations now. I feel like uh, you're my brother and we can talk about these things and we haven't talked in probably 10 years. Uh, so it's yeah. just incredible. But let's let's go past. So when did you decide to stop uh, competing? And when did you decide that you wanted to move your whole life to Dubai? Uh, yeah, I think it was like around 2012, something, something like that. Um, life happened, right? So as you mentioned previously, we couldn't earn much from the sport. Everything that we were doing was mainly from love, right? But I was already in a situation that that I needed to think about uh, the next step. What's going to be the next step, right? And I was at that moment working as a journalist in Macedonia. So I was having a job. I was, I was okay. But for me, in my, in my mind, this was like, I have so much potential than just staying here. Why not exploring the world, right? What what can I lose? There is nothing that I could lose. I have been through all this hardship. Like why why not uh, uh, why not um, try something new? At least try, right? And I was having a um, cousin of mine, and he was he was already here in Dubai, and he he was in a moment like. like um, uh, working in a nightclub or something and and i just called him over and i was like mate is there any job for me there yeah. you know i was not even speaking english in that moment properly <laughs> right yeah. it was like it was like is is there a job for me there and he was like yeah man there is some job there like assistant waiter or something like that and i was like can i send off send my cv over there no problem send over my cv i got accepted i came in dubai and when the life changed completely right completely new environment completely different country completely different culture completely completely different uh challenges that i needed to go through was it easy at the beginning no was it worthy absolutely <laughs> so let's talk about that how how was it in the beginning because i think uh you were you're a very respected athlete and then you come and you start all new and people don't know you uh, in Dubai as they know you in Stipe and Macedonia. Yeah. So now you're just a regular guy. Uh, like how 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 did you deal with that, and how how was that experience? Well, that that was that was a motivation that I need to for me to um, to get and to burn that competitive spirit inside of me as well. So I remember my second day working in the in the nightclub and we are preparing the setup before we open and me sitting there sitting there and polishing glasses yeah. you know like polishing the glasses before that before starting there were like two security guys there i don't know i don't even remember their names anymore it was a long time ago they were sitting there and they start asking where you from what you have been doing blah 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 in one moment i was like what you finished university and you're here polishing glasses start laughing at me you know mm. and it was like like a hot knife going through my chest yeah. in that moment because i came from a 
very well known in my country, very well known in my city. I had a journalist job, so I have been talking with politicians. I have been sitting with the presidents of countries. I have been conducting meetings. Now I'm here polishing glasses like no one. And two security guys that probably haven't finished even fourth grade uh, elementary school, they are laughing at me. And I was like, oh my goodness. Like that, I still feel that knife. And I was like, okay, I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you. I just shut my mouth and I'm, I was like, I'm going to show you. What I did in that moment, it was like all in self-development. I went all in in self-development. First thing that I went, I bought a course for English. I was like, I need to improve my, my communication. Second, second thing, I was going in every other nightclub in Dubai, not to party, but to learn to see what they were doing good, what they were doing bad. And I was observing absolutely everything, taking notes of everything. Every weekend when my friends would go out and want to have fun and drink some alcohol, I will stay at home and I will, I will study. You know what happens? After four months, I already got my first promotion and I jumped four positions. Mm -hmm. And I become the first employee in the company that will be promoted within probation period, the first in the history of the whole company. But I was not promoted in the next position. I was, I was promoted already on a management position just because I was doing absolutely everything to show. And the guys that were laughing at me four months ago, yeah. now I was their boss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you get my point. And yeah. then... It, that, that gave me the right because I understood the pain that lower position people are going through. For me, it opened a gate. I was like, I'm not going to let anyone to tolerate any, uh, anyone just because of a position or something else. So I started implementing different types of things. And it was a constant progress. It was constant progress until I became like a managing director of one of the biggest hospitality companies in Dubai, Managing like eight nightclubs, uh, two uh, fine dining restaurants, some Irish pubs around, everything that was uh, uh, going on there, su super successful, uh, uh, many award winning uh, nights, uh, nightclubs and everything that I have been doing. And uh, yeah, it was a growth period, but it was just because I approached with the same attitude, like in the sport. And it was like, I need to become better every day if I want to make make something from it yeah i love that and and i think that adding it's all about adding value right and have the have the confidence to go after it can we just talk about confidence because we see this all the time like there's many people that were in your position but they instead of being like excited about that they shy away and 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 put themselves down even more like yeah. how do, how do you pump yourself up and like what advice can you give to people who don't have that you know confidence i meet this all the time people say it's easy yeah. for you because you were an athlete you were that and and i agree it's much easier for me because i have the knowledge that my father taught me through karate and I was able to, you know, pass through so many failures to become stronger. Yeah. So I, I agree it's easier, but what can we tell to the people that like are in that position? They haven't, they haven't put themselves out there that much. It's taking responsibility yeah. over your own results. Now, 
if most 99% of the people, if they do like their results and their outcomes in their life, they put themselves in the cause side of the world, right? You ask them, like, how did you achieve this? Oh, I worked so hard for it. I, I, I was investing so much. I was blah, 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 right? But if, you do, if they do not like their results, what they do, they externalize the problems. Oh, the economy did this to me. Oh, the government is doing this to me. Oh, my, my girlfriend was very bad to me. Uh, the boss is uh, the boss is very bad towards myself. We, we externalize the problems and we do not take responsibility, which means we are in the effect side of the world. So everyone who wants to uh, um, progress and they do not have that background, first thing that they need to do is to learn how to take responsibility about their own situation and their own results. Now I'm still talking with some people, let's say back in Macedonia, and they will say, oh, you were lucky you left the country a long time ago. Yeah. And I was like, what can you change? And he was like, we cannot change anything in this country. The government is this, the government is this. And I was like, can you change the country? And then there's pictures, you can. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, maybe it's not your fault yeah. because something happened, but it's definitely your problem and your responsibility to solve it. And who else, if not you? Yeah. It's the same like an obese guy, they wanna get fit and they're blaming uh, why their wife is cooking uh, uh, so much at home. <laughs> why do you eat it? Yeah. Why, do you, why don't you work out? Yeah. What, what do you do? So it's taking responsibility over your situation and then you will start finding a way how to move from point A to point B to point D c to point d and to start actually thriving through life rather than surviving right now many people when they externalize they want to be the victims oh this has happened to me but you have been having 300 guests on your uh, on your podcast with successful people and one of them is let's say like dr joe vitale that you showed me victimism does not get you anywhere yeah taking responsibility will take you where you want to be I love that. Uh, can we can you just share? I'm curious what your thoughts are going deep into self-development. How much uh, similarities do you find in the world of karate and uh, you know self-development? It's the same. It's 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 all the same. Self-development is what first building a discipline, right? Why do you need to build a discipline? Because discipline always goes before motivation. You don't need to be motivated to do something. You need to be disciplined because no one is 24-7 motivated in, in their life. Even the strongest athletes, they're not there, but the discipline is what is moving them forward. So that discipline to read that book, to work on yourself, to get better in something, is something that has to be done. It's the same in karate. You need to wake up at 5.30 in the morning, minus 20 degrees Celsius. You're freezing with three layers and run for 40 kilometers. You need to go through that. It's a discipline. You don't want to. It's painful. It's hurtful. You want to sleep. It's Your nose and your lungs are getting frozen from that. But you need to go through that discipline. So first, it is the, it's the same. Yeah. Second thing, emotional, em, em, emotional take take a charge over your emotions as well. 
if it's a fear what what make what is the difference between successful people and non-successful people they both have fears it's a normal thing they're human beings but the successful people learn how to use that fears to beat the wind in their back and the mediocres are the one that learn how to put the fears like a wall in front of them so they cannot move forward yeah. so, which means learn also take responsibility over own emotions that way you will take responsibility over all your own behaviors and then you own your results so self-development and the basic of karate is the same yeah it's absolutely the same you need to work on something you need to work jakutsuki for 1000 times every single day until you perfect it and you need to do it for 20 years right yeah. so it's the same if you have a problem with phobias if you have with fears if you have with problem with anger if you with sadness or something emotional in your own self development you will need to work on that for a hard time because that was something that have been learned that is the same in if you want to get better in another language to learn a different skill you, you want to start making more money in a, in a different hustle that you want to get you want to get out of the corporate world you want to be, be become entrepreneur you, want, you need to have the discipline and we need to put the work in and to go through that uncomfortable position because how do they say uncomfortable uncomfortable comfortability is a very nice place yeah. but nothing ever grows there so yeah. put yourself uncomfortable you will learn Yeah. definitely you will learn thank you for sharing that and uh, let's talk about covid so covid happens you're 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 managing all these nightclubs and restaurants and like how did that shift your life into going going into you know remote sales and becoming a sales coach and like what what was that experience for you well i will go back on the on the same thing putting myself in the cause taking responsibility because when covid happens there was no hospitality there was no nightlife there was no restaurants everything goes in lockdown the the company started laying off people around sending them on unpaid vacations and in my mind it was like okay this is not my fault but it's definitely my problem that i need to solve yeah what am i going to do now to make a living without spending my without spending my, all my savings so what and how did, long did it take for you to go from here's a problem now i got to solve it not even three days wow. not but straight away when it happens it was straight away the same day in my mind it was like what can i do next what's the next job what can i do now not to hey covid let me wait if something happens because i know we didn't know when covid is going to happen we or stop or something else it was uncertainty so much so for my moment it was like i need to do something about this so what happened uh i i got straight away start calling people and searching for opinions and uh, searching searching for ways uh, how to do it and i had a friend of mine that had a fitness company online fitness company he was like mate you can sell over a phone for me i will give you a commission yeah. okay let me do it right that's how i started in online sales and after a week the first thing that i did is i borrowed money and i paid for my own education for my own mentorship for to get to become better in that i didn't have the money the investment was like around $30,000 or something like that Wow. to hire someone to teach me to do this well. Yeah. And that's how everything started. 
Wow. And how, how did you get better? And like, what are, what were the biggest hurdles in, in, in this industry for you? I, I wouldn't say hurdles. I would say I loved it. Yeah. I loved it because I want a communication with people. Yeah. I like to understand people better. That's why I'm in Dubai. I always been curious in other people's behaviors, human behavior. How do they, why do they take certain decisions in a certain way? Like I always, and it for, for me, a learning curve, a lot of fun. Now I did it to do the same work that I was putting in the sports, I was putting in my career. I needed to do the same work. Yeah, you hire a coach, but you need to train every day. You need to become better every day. You need to start understanding absolutely everything every day. And, but it was, for me, it was already done scenario that I've been through so many times that it was for me just translated from one industry to another industry and how to, how, how to become better and just follow your discipline. And it, it, it's still a lot of fun. I, I enjoy it. Many people that are in sales, yeah. uh, they do not enjoy it. They do not enjoy it just, bec uh, just because they think it's a numbers game, because they think they need to work harder. And it's actually a skill game. Yeah. You just need to be become better at sales. Yeah. And then the game becomes easy. It becomes joyful. You're helping other people experiencing change in their life. You're not a salesperson. You're changing someone's life, right? So it becomes something to be grateful for. I love that. And I have a mantra, the more you help others, the happier you are. And I truly believe that. And if you can, if you can help somebody go from A to B, it's yeah. an extraordinary experience that gives you so much joy. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. One thing that I'm curious about, like uh, you're talking about, like you're reinventing yourself all the time. Like most people most people have to do that a couple of times in their lifetime, but it, it sounds like for you, it's very similar to one of the things that I've learned from Bushido, which is for people who don't know what Bushido is, the way of the warrior. And one thing for, for Bushido is when something is said, it's like it's already done. And it's the same in my mind. When I have said something, it's done. I've yeah. already know I'm gonna, I'm gonna pass through and make it happen. Uh, and I'm I'm trying to find a way to to give this knowledge to people who are not martial artists, but I'm I'm struggling because people sometimes don't understand that uh, because there's so many there's so many pitfalls of changing your mind or stopping when it's not as exciting. And we all know you start a business and on day three when people tell you to fuck off or like no, and then. It's, you're not motivated anymore. It comes back to the discipline and the commitment you made. So I'm curious, like, what can you share and help help those people that are kind of struggling in their new reinvention right now? Oh, find a person that have already done what you want to do. Yeah. You don't need to reinvent the wheel. Find a person that you have already done and just follow whatever they do on a daily basis. There is no way for you not to get in that position. Yeah. Because you don't need to reinvent the wheel. You don't need to reinvent yourself. You just need to see and to follow already proven process that someone has already done it. Because 
if I want to become a successful karateka, I'm not going to ask them, let's say, let's say we are talking about someone that is top, top, top. Yeah. You're not going to ask, okay, what do you train on training? But I would ask them, like, show me what you do every single moment of the day. Yeah. When do you wake up? What do you eat? What do you think? How do you feel? Who do you hang out with? Like, what wh what is your thought process there? Follow one some person that have been there, and follow. There is no way not to not to not to uh, progress in that area. There is no absolutely no way, and just go for it because it's it's already proven. It have been proven for so many people, and those people that maybe you idolize, they have been through the same hardships like absolutely everyone else. So you will need to go through it. Get ready life get ready life to smack you three four times at least <laughs> until you start seeing light in the end of the tunnel get ready yeah yeah progress is messy in the beginning <laughs> <laughs> it but i think that progress is always messy yeah. the, and if 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 everything goes so well something is wrong yeah if everything is so smooth something is wrong something will going to come yeah. because if we don't grow we die right yeah so to continue growing we need to continue challenging ourselves and start growing in different areas is it going to be business career love health fitness spirituality we will need to be growing all continuously so we can otherwise there is no plateau or you go up or you go down the three or it's going to grow up or it's going to die there is no gonna stay half three yeah. have you ever seen half three i haven't <laughs> no that's true uh let's talk about failure so can you share a moment in your life where you you failed and how how you got yourself out of that and like what your mind like how did you deal with that in your mind oh yeah failure is failure is part of success uh how Ma michael jordan said i fell so many times that's why i succeed yeah so i have experienced failures in in many areas in in life i have um i have experienced failure in my own health even though i'm so disciplined i train every day i eat so healthy i have experienced failure in health in in uh, in health for example i was 32 years old and I had a stroke, which is not really normal, right? And um, still that mindset taught me like, okay, what is the root cause of this? So I needed to go to find what is it going on exactly and to change my lifestyle even more. What was the root cause? It was, I was putting too much stress on top of me. Okay, let's deal with the stress right now in the moment. How can I reduce the stress out of my life? How can I learn, enjoy being with myself a little bit more? And that actually gave me a knowledge about my self-awareness even more, even more, even more, and to have a happier life, even in the most stressful moments. That's one, probably one of the biggest failures when you fail in health yeah. that you shouldn't being super healthy athletic person and you fail in health that's yeah. that's painful 
And that's hard because then all the fears come because you don't know, are you going to walk normally anymore? Are you going to talk normally anymore? Like how many, how much um, recovery time you will need to go through it? If you recover properly or something else, it's so much of uncertainty there. But how you say it, the, the code of Bushido, yeah. you put it in your mind, you want to get out of there and you want to do it. And yeah. that's it. I love that. I have one final question. I've had a had a great time. Um, I want to continue this. Uh, so for people that are listening and watching, they're pumped up, they're ready to go. And, you know, like with a lot of things, people go on Instagram, TikTok, YouTube, podcasts, there's so much content. People listen, they think, oh, this was a great conversation. And then they go about doing the same fucking shit they did yesterday. <laughs> Part of my, <laughs> my language. But yeah. what would be the next step to kind of get that change? Okay, we're in a moment here. Now I can actually make a difference. What, what would be the first step that they should do? First, um, forget about New Year, New Me resolution. Yeah. It's now that you need to take an action. Second, the best diet doesn't start on Monday. It starts now. If you want, if you want to do this type of thing, what it, what I would say people need to focus on is first, be clear within yourself. What are the outcomes that you want to get? Is it going to be sport? Is it going to be health? Is it going to be career? Is it going to be money? Is it going to be love? What are the outcomes that uh, that you want to get? And write them into details. Become very clear. Second part, which is the most powerful part, it is. What is the purpose of it? Which is, what's the why? Why do you want that particular outcome? How is going to help you in your life? How is going to help to your closest people in their life? What, what, how, how would you experience life if you actually get that outcomes? And what is going to happen if you don't get that? Get clear with the purpose behind and then when you already know what you want exactly, and then when you know exactly why do you want it, you have already built momentum, emotion, energy in motion, and then you take action straight away. Not tomorrow, not let me sleep, not next week, not okay, let me just take a nap. No, now, at this moment, you want to buy a car? You want to buy a Bentley? Okay, make a reason why. Do you want that type of, and it makes sense. The first thing you do, go in the showroom and test drive it. Go and do it, right? You want to buy a house. Go start seeing open, open houses and you want to do something. You want to start a business. Okay, find a reason, what type of business, what is the outcome, what is the purpose behind, and then send an email to someone. Do, take an action straight away, no, no matter how small it is take an action towards it, only then we're going to build the momentum from that moment to the next moment, to the next moment, and you start seeing the progress little by little, you can overcome the hardships, you don't procrastinate, and you continue moving forward. There you have it, guys. Thank you so much for watching and listening to the I Love Success podcast. I'm so grateful, Bogdan, that we had got to have this time again and i hope i can come and visit you soon if people want to work with you they want to learn more about what you do what's the best place for them to connect 
have Facebook. Facebook, they can get connect with me on Facebook, they can connect with me on Instagram. It's uh, Facebook is Bogdan Mikov, they, they can find it there. Uh, you, they can start following some of my content that I'm posting outside there. They can connect and yeah, we can have fun. No problems. <laughs> Perfect. Thank you so much. And if you enjoy this show, my mission is to help at least 10 million people in 10 years to go after their dreams. So please subscribe, share this with somebody that needs to hear it, write us a review, help us build this movement together. And as we said, take action. Thanks again. And I'll see you guys next week.